Welcome to the Physiostoic Project, a podcast where we explore the intersection of stoicism and physical therapy clinical practice, professional growth, and personal well-being. Here are your hosts, Dr. Andrew Rothschild and Dr. Jason Bodu. Hey, Jason. Happy Sunday. Andrew, great to hear from you. How are things on your neck of the woods? Oh, not too bad. I appreciate you taking time out from uh, your mixology. (laughs) For those of you who follow Jason or not yet follow Jason on Twitter at 37 cycles, he is, uh, it's also a very pretty photograph too, of all your, all your different cocktails you make. I'm trying to make the most of my old dining table. It's working out great. Yeah. So I I think I tend to recognize about one ingredient per drink. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need to enjoy a cocktail. Like, oh, gin, I remember. Pineapple juice. I know what that is. Uh, we're living through a crazy time, crazy time. How are you holding up over there? I'm uh, doing pretty well. I'm feeling better today than I was even a couple of days ago. And, you know, this is sort of like a bonus episode of, of, uh, the physiostoic project. Uh, I think just based on, like you said, this crazy time we're going through right now with COVID-19 and pretty, especially in our, you know, I think nine eleven was the first big thing i remember dealing with you know we had the first gulf war i was i think i was in middle school um didn't you know fully understand the the, the ramifications i think you know 9-11 was big but that still was not even doesn't seem like anything compared to to this in terms of the full-scale cultural impact on on uh, on what's happening right now and and also the unknowns and uh, the anxiety that this this the COVID nineteen pandemic seems to be um, bringing out in people. It's it's um, it's hard to imagine what some people are going through. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who have just started businesses in the last three months, uh, only to be surprised by this pandemic. Um, other people who have gone through other losses in the last twelve months, and again to be hit by a second major event in less than a year. Um, it's, it's tough for a lot of people out there. Yeah. And I think like it's, it's the unknown is always scary. You know, what, what really drives anxiety is, you know, people's is having a lack of, feeling like you have a lack of control and also unknown what's going to happen and how long it's going to last. And the, the, that combination of factors can, can really be challenging. Um, yeah. Yep. It's tough. Um, even as a, uh, let's say you were a business owner, it's, uh, you have to make some really hard choices. Um, in some cases, you're forced to make some choices. Um, but in the end, all of us have to act with some, some sense of um, fairness, kindness, um, uh, justice, um, and think of the greater good while at the same time serving uh, the people that we intended to serve with our businesses it's it's a it's a time of hard decisions for a lot of people yeah and you know I, i've lots of uh probably we share a lot of you know um t- twitter friends and contacts um we've seen a lot of people making a lot of different decisions in terms of uh, regarding shutting down temporarily closing you know closing temporarily closing with modifications uh, staying open normally potentially in some in some cases you know and there's a lot of reactions to that and i think it's just it's such a tough 
you know, just because something's happening, you know, where you are doesn't mean it's the exact same where everyone else is in terms of certain communities that may have been touched or not yet touched um, by the virus. And so it's, I don't think it's right, necessarily right to judge what someone's decision is. I think it's, you know, you're trying to make the best decision you can with the information you have. And, you know, if you're watching the CDC and staying on top of some of the developments, I mean, this stuff is, and some of the information is changing by the hour, you know, not, not even by the day. So it, it, it's a, it's a rapidly evolving situation. And I think people are, are trying their best uh, for the most part, obviously we talked about in our episode last week, check that out if you haven't yet. Um, that there's our, obviously there's a group of people who are still kind of trying to profiteer off this situation and are hoarding things like toilet paper and, and Purell and, and trying to take advantage uh, of the situation, but there's always going to be people like that. And, and kind of like you talked about last episode, there's, there's, there's things that are in control in our control and things that are not in our control. And we can control the decisions that we make um, and the tough choices that we have to make. Those are the things that are in our control, not the situation. This pandemic has really, really highlighted um, how little we actually have in our control which actually makes it easier on us in terms of decision-making because now you don't have to think about a lot of things. All you have yes. to think about are a small subset of things. Um, even though those things may involve very difficult decisions, um, we are now fully aware that, hey, I have control on these things and these things really, really matter to me. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a nice, I shouldn't say nice, but it's a very honest gut check. Yes. And it was interesting, um, Ryan Holiday, who's probably my favorite current author, who's the author of basically he kind of brought stoicism back sort of to the forefront within the past few years with books like The Obstacle is the Way and Ego is the Enemy. Um, he has his Daily Stoic, which accompanies a journal. But on his podcast, Daily Stoic, I think it was either Friday or over the weekend, he talked about kind of set the scene of a pandemic that was taking place and following sort of the same pattern of, of what was happening uh, right now, but it was actually a plague that occurred during the time of Marcus Aurelius. Mm. And basically there's a, there's a stoic saying, I can't remember who says it, but he, he mentions it in the podcast that basically history is just the same thing, repeating itself over and over again. You know, this same, literally same exact thing happened just a millennia ago. And it's, going to happen again a millennia from now, assuming the earth is still around. Um, but it's, you know, it's these things. And that's where I think stoicism is so powerful is that when you read stoicism, it could be written today, mm. you know, and it was written thousands of years ago and the same truths and the same principles hold. Yeah. Human emotion um, is, is a constant here. And that's, that's the, that's the big thing that, um, Stoicism can leverage in most of our lives. There's a couple other things, but uh, emotion is a big one. Um, and one of the themes of Stoicism is uh, is an encouragement to understand your own emotions. Um, and not to repress it, but to get to know it um, in order to help you make better decisions. Um, and this this time right now that we're going through is is a great opportunity to do exactly that is to find out what you, your responses are to certain things, what your response is to being at home um, all hours of the day um, and handling uh, your spouse, your children, 
for 24 straight hours and getting to know yourself. Um, these are all challenges for all of us. Yeah. I mean, I, I get stir crazy if I'm sick for more than a day. I want I want to, I want to, I want to get back in. Oh God, you have a cough. Uh, it's dangerous. <laughs> don't worry. I'm in quarantine. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, it's like, I can't imagine, you know, being home several days in a row, you know, it's one of those things that, um, yeah, is certainly people like, you know, love sometimes staying home from work and love being on vacation and different things like that. But it's different when it's, uh, you're not going anywhere. You're not allowed to go places. Um, it's a very different reality. And, you know, we're seeing a lot on social media and the news, a lot of the negative stuff, because of course that's, that's what sells. But I think, you know, with stoicism, stoicism teaches to really look at the positives in all situations. And, you know, Viktor Frankl, um, survivor of, uh, of the Holocaust, uh, death camps, um, off, author of, um, what was this book? Life, uh, life, mm. life has meaning. The meaning of life? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Damn it. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. I can't remember it. But basically, basically said the same thing. Um, and that, you know, Marcus Aurelius talks about the same thing about the, the obstacle, the obstacle in the way. You know, every obstacle is a, is a opportunity to improve our condition. And while those, like the current obstacle being this pandemic is very daunting and, and can be very frightening, it does leave some opportunities in the sense of now you have this time at home, what can you do? Can you, do you have um, what the author Robert Greene calls, do you have a live time or dead mm -hmm. time? You know, a lifetime is you can learn something, you can learn a new skill, you can something you may you have put off, you have you've um, you put off or because your other things came up and you were too busy or you just procrastinated with. Now you can take advantage of that and, and learn it like, like learning a new language or learning a musical instrument or learning just other kind of skill or, or some sort of hobby, you know, how to fix your car or woodwork or whatever, you know, you know, for me, I've wanted to try to, to journal and I've been like meaning to journal for like a year and I'll do it once and I won't do it again for months. And so I've journaled now three days in a row, which is the most I've ever done in the past <laughs> handful of years. And so it's like, it just needs that little spark to create a habit. So that's a positive thing that's, that's coming out of this. Uh, yeah. I just remembered Victor Frankl's book is man's search for meaning. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a great, great opportunity for us to, um, kind of discover our own um, internal world. So we have an external world where uh, COVID-19 is occurring and, and there's a almost global um, response to it that is affecting every individual. The entire world is basically focused on one thing. <laughs> I, know, I don't know if that's happened before, right. um, uh, but it's a remarkable time. Um, and all this is going on externally. And then we also have an internal world inside of us and um it's, it's a good chance to kind of see how we are responding to things um and also to kind of explore things like you said that we either now have the time to explore or for some of us are forced to explore um or have an opportunity to explore such as telehealth or um art or what have you. Um, I know many PTs, uh, since most people listening to this are probably PTs, 
um, or even clinicians, DOs, MDs, whatever. Uh, many of us are going to have to embrace some sort of um, e-visit or telehealth uh, format in the next few days slash weeks. Um, and so it is, it is definitely a learning process. It is definitely a time to get better at something or get better at something in a different way that we hadn't explored in the past. I'm, I'm glad you brought this back around to sort of the, the professional view too, uh, aside from just the, the sort of, you know, personal internal view is that how, you know, how can, how is our profession going to evolve in the wake of this? You know, obviously things like telehealth and e-visits um, has been, has been there, you know, in, in some populations, especially the cash PT um, realm, I think, and, you know, some, some, in, I know some private practice, you know, insurance-based private practice clinicians who, have used telehealth in certain situations, but just as we're seeing other um, industries like teaching, you know, uh, education. Uh, my daughter takes violin, and we did. She did. She did her lesson over, over Skype uh, on Thursday. You know, hmm. so things like that. I mean, it, these industries are having to pivot very quickly and, and make, you know, some continuing. You know, continuing education stuff has gone uh, virtual. There's been some online stuff already, but some people who are going to be hosting live classes went real quickly and did some online versions. So I, I think there's certainly some opportunity in that realm for physical therapists to take advantage of uh, certain uh, practices, you know, private practices, clinician, you know, clinical groups uh, to take advantage of. And again, I think it certainly has its place uh, even after this is hopefully behind us. Uh, I think this will open the door and get maybe the, the sort of the impetus to get things moving uh, in some groups that hadn't really considered it yet, realizing that this is something that, you know, we might be dealing with down the road again in a different shape or form. And we need to have this in place as a stopgap and as an adjunct to our, our current business model. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. Uh, when you said uh, that your daughter is getting violin lessons online, it just made me realize that uh, it's incredible how much we are able to accomplish, even though... Um, or how much is transitioning as a result of the internet, uh, even though there's a viral global pandemic going on. Right. It, human ingenuity is, is just phenomenal. Uh, I, I can't believe that somebody can uh, sit in their living room watching a piece of glass and learn how to play the violin. Like that is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's another positive thing to look at is the ingenuity um, of individuals and ingenuity of groups that this is sort of brought, brought about, you know, you see clips from, from, uh, some people in Italy and what they're doing in their, in their apartments and keeping active and, and even things from a comedic standpoint and the creativity standpoint. Um, and then, like I said, people in industries here trying to adjust real quick and what can they do and put some systems in place really rapidly, um, to, for educators to get information out to students and give ideas and give assignments um, and collaborate and still do group things, you know? So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice seeing these positive things as well. It's like I said, it's easy to focus on the negative and really go down that rabbit hole. But um, what other pe I've seen other people quote is the quote Mr. Rogers had is that, you know, when in the times of, you know, great crisis like this, you look for the helpers, there's always going to be helpers. 
Uh, and I think that also goes to look for people making positive differences and using this as an opportunity to spread positive information, um, provide positive um, you know, ideas, and uh, it, and just you know also even, you know even though this is a very small thing, but the creativity of people and memes on social media <laughs> yes. and, 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 and the humor aspect of it. I think I, I'm someone who really likes. Looking, you know, with negative situations, trying to look for the humor side of things. And there's been a lot of really funny, creative stuff that people have put out there, too. Yeah, the, the, this pandemic so far has been, has been devastating to a lot of people. Uh, so not to downplay by any means at all. No, not at all. But um, it, it is incredible how it brings out the human side to all of this. Um, I cannot imagine a, an AI coming up with any of these memes that I've seen on Twitter lately. No, no, <laughs> these videos. Uh, the sense of humor, the sense of uh, ingenuity, the sense of connection. It is so human. It's something, it's something worth, um, it's something worth watching and remembering as we're going through all this. Yeah. I saw a clip, I think either Twitter or Facebook, it was a, a concert pianist who obviously his, his um, trip was, was canceled. So he set up, his uh, an electric piano and he had two giant speakers and he sat outside a retirement home and just put on a concert basically. That's awesome. You know? So just things like that. Like he could, he was going to play anyway. He couldn't travel. So he just did it and he did it at a place where people probably really needed, needed something like that because they're quarantined and they're older and they're scared and, you know, they can't get visitors and they can't see family and friends and they can't go out. So it's something that they probably really needed. And it's just a wonderful thing. It is amazing. And even um, within our profession, I think I saw this on Twitter. I can't remember who exactly it was. Um, but there are, it's more than one person, but there are people within our profession who are going around their neighborhood, their community, yep. um, helping them with toilet paper, bringing supplies over from grocery stores. It's just this, this completely human experience um of, of community and of of uh being able to make something of what's going on um it's it's amazing to watch and i think as physical therapists that's why we got into it was to help people and we, we, we i think we get a sense of purpose also and satisfaction from doing that on a day-to-day -day basis and when all of a sudden that's taken away from you you there's a little bit of probably have a feeling of helplessness as well with some of us in our profession, but that's a way um, we said we have control in that situation. That's a way we can get some of that and be providing a good service. Like you said, going to maybe people in our, in our neighborhood who are elderly and don't want to go out and getting groceries for them and, and doing little things like that, dropping off food at a food bank maybe, or uh, different places that um, provide school lunches, you know, those kinds of things, helping out in that sense. Even even something simple as doing something to help out some of the other local businesses in your area, like restaurants and stuff that you can, anything that you can help in a, in a way there to keep them to keep them going um, is is helpful. Yeah, it's it's incredible how how much this highlights how connected we are, how interconnected we are, um, even even through a uh, pandemic that requires social distancing. Yes. We still are in, yes. in a web of connectivity. And, I, and that's a great point. And I wish I could remember who put it out. I saw it yesterday on Twitter. It was one of our physical therapist friends I saw. 
there's something about we shouldn't be calling this social distancing because we still are able to socialize through these mediums like you and I are doing right now through the phone and computer. We said we should call it physical distancing because we're physically removing, you know, separating ourselves from different people. But we can still we have so many avenues available to us. We can still get some of that social connection. And, um, and that was a really, I think, very, uh, very nice point. Yeah, it's clever. That's clever. Yes. Cool, man. So where can, where can people, speaking of, where can people find you on, on, on these social mediums? Um, yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter um, and Instagram. Um, <laughs> and the, Ooh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, the handle is the same. It's at 37CYCLES at 37 cycles. Excellent. And I tell you, if you have any, if you are a uh, mixologist yourself or like a fine cocktail, definitely follow Jason for recipes and photos. I love it. I'm an amateur, but I love it. You can find me uh, at spear underscore physio again, both on Instagram and Twitter, mostly retweeting smarter people's posts <laughs> and, uh, and, and throwing in some different stoicism stuff as well. <laughs> All right, Andrew, take care. Take care out there. Thanks. You too, man. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thank you so much for listening to the PhysioStoic Project. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. That way more people can find our podcast and maybe even help attract high-profile interviews.